Hey man, it's Saturday Night Live. We're here with D Low Bridges, man. And let me tell you something. Uh, this is gonna be one good, good show here. Ah, I, I appreciate him basically letting me come on the show. Coming on my show to do what he gotta do. His raw thoughts. His raw thoughts is on the way in just a second. That's what I say. Hit my music. You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From fresh box to sideline. Who got cut? Who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine. These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship? You gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime. Time. Got the game statistics. I could say if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones, and this show is sponsored by Essential Collections by Monica Ritz. That's right, Essential Collections by Monica Ritz. Handmade products. Facials, baby, baby wear. You have bath products for grown ups. Smell goods. She has a lot of stuff. Care packages and all that stuff. Use the promo code Raw Mind. Use the promo code Raw Mind, and you'll get a fifteen percent discount. That's right. Use the promo code Raw Mind. Raw Mind, and get a fifteen percent discount. With that being said, we got D Lo Bridges here today, man. D Lo, legendary guy for the local neighborhood of mine, Tarboro, North Carolina, my town, and I'm just happy to have him here. Um, Tilo, man, how you doing today? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine, man. Thanks for having me on. Um, I'm I'm blessed to be here. Um, once again, man, I'm just grateful and thankful to be here, man. Thank you for having me on, man. So with that being said, we done had a lot of good things that came out of your career at Tarba High football. It all started probably middle school, playing football from day one. You know, you have a legendary brother. Like, like speak upon your time when you was at Tarboro and you know a lot of people may not know but the local area knows but let's let's get this story out to a bigger world so go ahead and talk to the talk to the people give your raw thoughts well as you as everybody know some of y'all know that that's from where we're from I'm from Tarboro North Carolina um it's big on football small town um just was a kid growing up just watching my brothers play every every Friday uh, and every Sunday, which one of my brother played in the NFL, my other brother played. He was successful in, in college as well. Um, just watching them as a little kid growing up, seeing them how they play and try to try to imitate my game just like them would be even better. So, yeah, um, throwing the ball in the backyard, you know, just running, doing drills and just getting to know the game of football. And um, football brought me so much joy. When I found out that I could play it and, and enjoy it and try to be the best I can be at it, I, I had fun with it. So um, and that's what made me be the person that I was in high school. And that's where it all started at, a little time in Tarboro. That, you know, we had we had some of the best running backs that come out of that school. I'm so grateful to be one of them and and just to carry the legacy on for, for as Tarboro High running back goes. Because I think that we got the best running backs that that, that high school ever seen, in my opinion. 
Woo-woo. And it's plenty of running backs that came from Tarboro. Believe that. It's plenty of running backs that came from Tarboro. One thing Tarboro going to do is we're going to run the ball. And we're going to keep running the ball. And they're going to keep hoping that you can stop it. If you can't stop it, bye-bye. So with that being said, like, who's like a coach that inspired you? Who was there? Like, from day one, like, giving you all the tools that you had once they seen something in you. And when did you know, like, you had that it factor, like, I have a chance to go somewhere and play at the next level? Um, the coach that that gave me that that chance to play him running back because coming out of high school, I I was just I was known from my middle school and up to high school was playing um tight end. I I oh. never ever played running back ever. I was a tight end through high school on up to my from from middle school on up to my high school year, which was my sophomore year, I still was a tight end. So I didn't mm. become a running back um until my junior year. So, yeah. Um. So, actually, coach, coach, um, coach Rain coach was the one that um, introduced me to running back. He was I don't know no bridges that play um play tight end. He said all the bridges I know they play they play in the backfield. He said hamburger, this is your day. So I was like, oh man. He was like, yo, you're not gonna be a tight end no more. So he said you're gonna be a running back. So I said, okay, coach, I'll try it. I I see what see see what I can do. So other than that, I didn't look back from that, and you know, it, it made me who the player that I was, that I that I was back then. So, and I, I thank Coach Green for that that for giving me that opportunity because if he didn't, I would never ever even thought about playing right about the state at tight end. So like, with his um confidence. Hold on a second. Um, hold on a sec. Hold on a second, people. All right. So basically, what I was saying is that, like for me, like being confident, not having the confidence to be able to know that you had a chance to go to running back. I mean, but you didn't know for sure you was able to do it. So like, it hit you with like a confusion or something. Like that's what I got from with Coach Range. You was like, I tried, but like, I were you like content playing at tight end at the time before you went to running back? Um, before I went to running back, I was I, when I played when I played tight end, I, I played tight end like a running back because they used to do like reverses and stuff with me. Oh, and they used to do like little spot dump passes or or along the way we'd do like a little trick play and Travis would throw me over the top for a pass. They would be no there since middle school. So, so when I when I was my junior year, well my JV year, we did the same some of the same stuff we played we did when we was in um. In um uh, middle school, so it was kind of easy because I played with trap about my all my life playing at position at tight end, so it, trap made it easy for me. Um, I like I said, I I was good at I was good at tight end, and I ran the ball like a running back. So that's why Coach Rain was like, Yo, "We got to put you at running back. We got to put you at running back. You look you look too good playing tight end and." You know, why not be a full time running back? So I was like, okay, coach, we can do it. I didn't, I didn't at first, I knew I could do it, but I didn't because I never played a position for it. So you don't never know what you do until you do it. So, right, right, right. Yeah. So I did, I did, a, um, I did, I was a team sport, and I was like, wherever you need me, coach, I'll do it. Man, so you, so you get into the, to the position, you start playing running back for these next two years, you're cruising, you're rolling. When did you think, like, hey, I got a chance to play on the next level? College. 
Oh man. Uh, I figure I figured that out probably like the no no arrogance. No, I ain't being arrogant or anything like that. I figured that out like the second game. When I was clocking in 200 here, clock clock 200 my first my first game, then I clocked 200 my second game. I saw oh, this easy. This clock this like clockwork. So that's why what what made me look at like okay, well, if I'm doing I'm definitely on the next level. I, I definitely don't care what level it was, D1, D2, D3, whatever I could play on. I, I knew I could get my yards. I knew I could do what I could do because I was one of them running backs that had great vision. And that, that was one of my that was one of my IQ of playing football was my vision. Um I, I I had speed, but my speed wasn't like my vision. And and I felt like if I could if if I can if I can read holes and and, and maneuver around the defense. Once I get past that linebacker, it's easy. It's, it's smooth sailing. So I took pride in like educating myself and learning myself for us, for as the learning the defense first. Because you're you're nothing. You're not a good running back if you don't study and know your defense that you're going against. Man, so after you learn the defense and you get a chance to rock and roll. And you go into your senior year, probably like your last game, and you have these offers. And what was going on during the time you were trying to get your offers to go to college? Like, let's peel that onion back. Uh, um, well, learning that, um, once I started, like, getting letters coming to my house from big-time D1 schools, that 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 furthered my, uh, my ability coming in my senior year when I started getting my mom and my mom mailbox was coming full of letters from Notre Dame, Auburn, Clemson, um, Michigan, Michigan State. Um, some of the schools we just named a few of them. Um, I wasn't shocked that I was getting them because I felt I always felt like I can play on that level. But I, I you know, at the end of the day, that I, I was just saying like, you know, if I get a chance, I will be with no matter where I go to school at. As long as I get a chance and get a fair chance, I will be okay. But um. But just, but just 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 knowing and and, and what helped me out the most, like I said, just just with my skill set, just learning the learning other people's defense on how they gonna how they preparing for me. Because if if I didn't study and, and learn people's defense, defense, then my running the ball wouldn't be as easy as it was when it was in high school. And I say it was easy because I learned other people's defense. I, I learned that four front or five however they were um, preparing for me. I learned, I learned how you know to read that defense. So it was like some games you may ran through the middle on a four four three defense. Let's say four three defense, but a five three defense. You know you may have to kick it outside. You know or you know read through that because they're gonna stack the box there to keep you from getting those five ten yard gains up the B gap or whatever like that. So I, that was good. Like the fact that you're reading defense and learning the defense. That's what made it even easier because you were saying earlier like you probably wasn't the fastest, but you was a vision you was a vision guy, physical back that knew what you needed to do to like get it done. So. You end up going to most. I want to say you went to Hutchinson first. Was it Hutchinson first? And like, what what led to that decision? Um, I got the Hutchinson. I got the Hutchinson. Um, one of the, one of my brother Jerome um coached coached at Hutchinson when Jerome was playing football out in Hutchinson when he left to go to college, and uh, one of the coaches from out there from in Oklahoma, Oklahoma University. He asked. He asked one of the coaches that knew um, my brother, and he was like, "By happening, he said, do you have a brother named D'Angelo Bridges?'" And my my brother, he called my brother. Jerome was like, "Yeah, that's my little brother. He played in high school." So uh, my um 
the, the coach from Oklahoma, which was Bob Stoops. Um, wow. Um, yeah, Bob no. Stoops. He 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 asked my he asked no he he I was always recruiting um this okay for running back all over the country so Oklahoma you had me on they they um on their uh, recruiting um roster you know what I'm saying so that that was how basically I got out there too out there in Kansas um and placed in grade wise. This is wrong, wrong minds, wrong, wrong minds, right? So I gotta get wrong mind, wrong, wrong thoughts, baby. This was this what the shirt say. I can't eat pork. Which way, guy? Okay. Oh, yeah, wrong thoughts, wrong thoughts. There you go. This how they yeah, wrong thoughts. So, so, so to be honest with you, I got to junior college too, as well. Just, just how I told you, but also my grades wasn't like it should be. So, like so, that, that's the good, that's the good part I want to go into. So you're basically saying like with kids, I know you're probably gonna say like kids, you may carry your grades straight before you go anywhere. But go ahead. All right, great <laughs> grades first, kids. Grades first. Yeah. <laughs> well, everything else last. But because that's how that's how we along with your along along with your skill set, your grades are good. You go anywhere in the country you want to and show you your talent. So, so at the end of the day, when 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 it came to me, I I, I had the grades, but I didn't have the grades. Meaning, yes, that I yes, can, meaning that I can get still can get into junior college because some people can have can have no grades and can't get in junior college at all. So I had the grades enough to get in junior college. So that's when when I got to junior college. That's when um I started seeing um most some of the most talented in the world, talented people from all over Florida, Iowa, Louisiana, um, Chicago, Texas, California. So going going to junior college really had made made me who I was too though when I got on that college level because I found out playing playing with some of the people that I was playing with um the running back some of the top running backs in the world and I and I saw that my time was better than theirs or or right at their level I felt like the sky was no limit for me. So, like, when you go to these places, even though you're the man in Tarboro, you were saying, like, you saw these guys from Iowa, Florida, places like that. Guys were probably in the same situation like you were in, but they went to this college to get themselves where they need to be so they go play at the, the D1 level with the big boy schools and things like that. Did you? Did they humble you to be with these guys, to see, like, these guys, knowing you was dominant, you was the man in Tarboro, but now you, you in a different world. You out there in a big ocean of guys who can run the ball like you. Probably fast. I mean, I don't know, but like, how did that humble you? Was it like give us a time or a story? Something happened where you're like, "Oh, I mean, I gotta get it straight like now." Um, I I give you a story. Um, playing out there, it did humble me. It, it had to because I wasn't the only one that was good. You know, um, you know, um, it was a lot of people that was up there better than me or talent, talent wise, skill set wise, or how maybe. But in my heart, in my mind. You had to show me that you're better than me at them times when I was playing. You had to show me. I, I'm, right, I'm right. show you that I'm, I'm a kid that's coming out of Tarboro, small town of Tarboro. You coming from the big states and stuff. You had to show me that you made of what you made of. So when I went out there, um, I I just came out there knowing that I, I got this because I knew that my skill set matches everybody else's skill sets in the country. Meaning when I say that because my actions spoke on the field in high school. So everybody in the country can see me. So it wasn't no need for me to go in there thinking that these guys are better than me because I, I, I think I couldn't accept that because they was getting the same letters I was getting. They put on the pants that I put on pants. So that didn't fear me. You know, one, one thing about me, when you come in, when you come in that camp, you got to show me you a dog. If you don't show me you a dog, I'm going to show you I'm a dog. So that's the mentality I have. 
<laughs> so uh, with that being said, before we get into the, the like the main main topics again, with that All Star Sports ACCS, All Star Sports ACCS.com, call call the lady Miss Jackie Garvey. She has amazing apparel, gear. She'll ship, deliver anything in her shop everywhere. Use her website, All Star Sports ACCS.com. Use promo code Raw Mind. Use promo code Raw Mind. You get a fifteen percent discount. Walk in the store. Just say Raw Mind sent you. Trust me, she'll, she'll have you covered on all sports apparel. But uh, so you know, while while you walking in the room, while you walking as as the dog and stuff, like, do you think before we get into another topic, this is a raw topic that I just thought about, like on the mind. One thing about raw mind sports, this ain't script. I'm gonna go with the flow, and sometimes it ain't gonna be script. Like it's gonna be playing some topics, gonna be playing. But this is gonna be some topics that make you think in the midst of the, of the interview, and that's what I'm good at. If every guy in Tarboro did like the right thing or like had like the right grades, could you see a lot of D1 running backs coming from Tarboro? Yes, yes, I can. I can't say that. Meaning, when I do say that, it's like whether they short. Skinny, however, maybe what size running back you are. If you got the talent and if you got the grades, I could see you going to any type of um division one school playing playing good ball. Playing good ball. I'm not just saying it because I'm from Tarboro and you know, and we we you know we, we are who we are, but I'm just saying it because we got great athletes. So we can adapt in any type of environment. So that's how I put Tarboro on the map. You know, we 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 because we come from a small town, so only thing we can do is, is show up and show, show up and show people that from our, from our hometown, how small it is, we can play ball with the best of them. So, so that's, that's why, why I always say that I feel like Tarver can play with anybody as long as, as long as they got the grades and they, you know, and they, they stay in steady room, steady film and, and go from there. And I feel like we, we got we got enough time that we can do that on any D1 level. And by the way, for the people who ain't um don't know already, um the Tarbo football documentary is coming soon, like like very very soon, and it's a lot of stuff we've been doing from the background. I know a lot of people haven't seen a lot of snippets because I'm saving a lot of it for this big premiere that I'm gonna have. And trust me, it's gonna be full blown. It's gonna show the world what he just said and what I'm saying now. Why Tarboro is a lot better than just because of their enrollment, because it's one A, two A, whatever. It's gonna show you like these guys really have pure raw talent here. It's it's a, just a different world when it comes to talking football. But D'Lo, what what led you to Fayetteville State? My my homeboy, Mo Smith, Big Mo. Shout out to Big Mo Smith. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Big Mo. Yeah, one of my best blockers in the world, in high school and college. Uh, I could never done it with. I couldn't done it without the whole team, but I never could done it without his side. You know, um, that's where I ran the ball a lot. And um, so you let a Cowboys fan block for you? Um, <laughs> yeah, for that time, yeah, he had. I, 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 yeah. yeah, but yeah, um, I got like a coming out of junior college. I I came home doing a doing a um the holiday break, which was Christmas, and mm-hmm. I wound up not taking the right credit hours. 
so it made me ineligible to, to go back to Kansas to fly, mm. fly back out to Kansas. Um, that's how I got stuck in North Carolina, back in North Carolina. Um, um, it was it, it was kind of sad situation for me because I had got depressed and I and I knew that I I got so much football left in me, but I was eligible to go back. I was eligible to go back, so I was like, oh man, what I got to do now? So Big Mo found out there, like, yo, man, you ain't playing ball right now. I was like, nah. He's like, man, you ain't got nowhere to go here right now. I said, no. Well, I know what Salem State was was calling around, calling at me, and he was calling at me. So I said, but I don't know. I said, but I really want to go to a school where I can, you know, where that I can help somebody win. Like right. I don't want to go to a winning program. So if if I if I ain't go D one. I said I'll take any school to go to and help their program. So get I want to go to the worst school in 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 any state. So the worst school at that time was Fairfield State. Oh, they had they had the worst record in in college out of all the colleges. So Big Mo taught me going down there, and we went down there, and we made it happen, and we signed a contract, and that's how that was. It was more to the store, but we that's a book, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, wind up getting there. Wind up getting there. So that's how that happened. So, so with that being said, you said Fayetteville State. And by the way, even though when I went, sometimes Fayetteville State went to some games, man. Like for one, before I even get started to all the, the, the deepness of this this story here, like everybody knew D'Lo. Everybody knew that you were like a god down there. You know, everywhere you walk, every time you ask somebody something, like you know D'Lo, yeah, yeah, we know D'Lo, we know D'Lo. Like I guess once you hit the once you hit the campus, it was like, you know, hey. Like, Mr. Bridges is here, baby. Because, you know, I, I guess you had so many records. You did so much. You was absolutely amazing. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody, their moms and their daddies, you know, wanted you to go, pretty much thought you were going to the NFL. Like, you was, like, first round ready. So, um, I, I know this is the difficult for one. I appreciate you coming on my show because you could have did this anyway. You, you took the time to come on my show with it. So, like, like tell the story, like, because I know mental health is something serious, and I want you to, like, kind of break down what was going on through that time and stuff. And I know a lot of things did happen that I know happened personally, but it's better to hear it from the mouth of the person. Yeah. So, um, um, we, um, going to dealing with, dealing with mental health at the time that I was dealing with, which might've really knew like that, but certain people, um, not going to the NFL, wind up getting sick, having a stroke in 20, 2000. Mm. And I dead died at the same hospital I was um in fighting for my life. Mm. And um what happened, um I came back and still made all CIAA. I, I got my starting job back, I had to work my butt off to get it back. So going through all that pain and suffering that I went through, I took a year off and came back, back and we had camp all over again. Because before I had a stroke, I was on a road. On a road, I had like four, four, like what? Four games, Four games I had like 750, 750 yards rushing. So, so, so what happened? My at homecoming, I wound up getting sick. I wound up start talking slur and and I didn't know what was going on with me. So I walked out to my my dorm room try to get some help because I felt limp, like you know numb. So I wound up walking outside and want nobody out there. Number one person he thought I was drunk, but I wound up falling out and. He was like, yo, D-Lo, 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 man, you good, you good. And I was slurring out of mouth, so he called it, he called the ambulance for me. And they got there, and they, they said, you know, I was having, they, they, I was having a, a mild stroke. 
So, so the stroke came from a blockage that was in on the right side of my brain and it made my left side go long, numb. So I had like a, mm. a, a blockage in one of my veins. So over the years, over the years, years, um, over yeah. the years um, I, the NFL, even though I did come back and did good, made all CIAA, rushed for a lot of yards, and um, the, the NFL, NFL didn't still mess with me. They, they, they didn't touch me. Uh, and I was, and I went through a deep, a deep depression after my college career was over. Because after my college career was over, I went and drinking heavy, hard, and not giving a care where I lived or not. And um, I wound up going through some situation where I tried to attempt, you know, try to attempt suicide at the time. Um, you know, but God didn't allow it for for it to happen at that time. That I was doing things that they tried to do that to harm myself. So I, so I was like, okay, okay, God, this is not meant for me to do it because I've been trying to tip this for a long time, and it's not happening by your will. He has something else for me to do. But um, for for five years, I was in a dark place. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care what I didn't care what I had got myself to. Whatever I did, I I was just doing it off me. I was was thinking right, and I was dealing with a lot of trauma that was going on with me because NFL was my my meal ticket for me at the time because all I knew was that. How to play was football. I ain't know nothing else. So it kind of so really, really hurt me and put me in a dark spot. So, so I tell all of y'all, all, all of y'all young kids out there, please, please just get help. I'm getting help now. And I'm better. And I'm better. Because I, I could have been dead in a group, but I wasn't right within my heart and my mind because I knew I couldn't finish it because I wasn't healed. So now going to therapy and stuff got me healed and got me thinking, thinking straight and and, and and doing the right things, you know. So I um, I just tell family members, just everybody, just sit back and just analyze your kids and 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 talk to them the best way you can, and and see what type of situation they are in, and ask are they okay? Ask do they need help? Because little help is real. We need more people right now than we ever had in our life. Everybody needs to get together and come with a game plan. Or something about gonna help talking to kids and try to save a life, man. We can't save them all. We save one. We did our job. So I just say, man, um, parents, be wary of your kid. Community help is real. And yeah, it is. It is. So during that time, whew, that was a tough story. There, tough, tough. Um, during that time, was there anybody like football players? Anybody reach out to you? Like, did you see anybody? Like during that time, during that dark spot, they even try like to help. And I know, like, what are you saying? Like, so like that's all you knew was football. Like, football is your everything. So, like, what would you tell kids now to make sure they have multiple things? Cause anything can happen, like making sure their education is good, or making sure they take a trades, making sure they don't have to go into that dark spot. And I know you were saying, like, open up. It's okay to open up, don't keep it in. So during that dark time, not going to the NFL, like. Once you start getting it together, what was that moment when you feel figured you had to get it together? Um, I I knew I had to get it together, but once again, once again, when I was going through it, once I was going through that that pain and that dark dark moments, I was praying. I was mm. praying my way out of it because I couldn't do it by myself. Even though, even though I was, you know, in them dark times and doing what I like, I still in the back of my head was praying, mm. praying, praying, praying to the devil to get out of my head because I have, I have so much, um, I have so much work to do. Um, it, it, 
God will allow that to happen to me. Happen to me. He, 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 it was him the whole time because without him, I could never got through it. I could never, I could never ever, ever got through it because at the end of the day, when I was trying to do certain, certain stuff to harm myself, I said, like, God, you know the way. And this is the way. Please don't, don't, don't let me go out like this because I'm not thinking clear. You got to get my head together for me because I can't do it by myself. So he wound up gradually telling me, even though I still was going through my situations, he's still gradually showing me that I hear you. I'm here for you. I'm not going to leave you. You got too much in this world that I want you to do before before it's time your time to go. So I was like, okay, God, just keep don't don't let your head off me because if you do, I'm dead. Because I don't been through a lot of um dying situations at the time. So going through having a stroke, that that was just another thing on my mind that was like, okay, now I never die from a stroke. Now I never die from like getting my my veins and my nerve, my arteries cut up at a at a, at a nightclub. Um, because my hand went through a glass window. So, so I was like, like God, I've been through so much trials and tribulations. And I was like, well, show me the way because this is it. This is not it for me. Because I said, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do this no more without you. I, I had to I had to surrender to that. And I'm still trying to get it together now. So it's like, you know, doing, I'm trying to do the things the right way that he want me to do. So I just say at the end of the day, um, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Have, have multiple things that you can do and you're good at because because you and god keep you on this earth you still have to you still have to grow and get older and you want to know what know what you got trades you can get into and, and not just sports because just having sports on your side is good <clears> but it, but it can be a hindrance to you too because in the day you can you don't know what'll happen to you along the way so with both with what you were saying like do you think that I know you had a lot of pressure on yourself, but by a lot of fact, everybody knew you as big time D Bridges, Favor State, game changing, running back, breaking records. And to see you not where you at, did that pressure also hit you too? Like when people look at you, you know you have people in life that you look at like you have a high expectations for. Do you have some people that's gonna do the same thing over and over and over? Like, oh, they just that's just them. And then you have people who are just, you know trying to get find their way but they're really trying to get there but it's just something that's just not there you know but i i see you like the categories like people had high expectations because they felt like you was the one to go to the nfl to play these games and you feel like in your mind sometimes like you didn't make it to the nfl probably hit you so like do you think they also played a key part not just what you put the pressure on yourself but like other people that like knew you did you think that you had to fulfill a high expectation for them Oh yeah, of course. Um, I remember when I first got to um Fairville State, um, I knew some of the cats I played against in high school, and um, I was like, and in practice, it was like, oh man, y'all both, and I heard them. I was hearing them. I heard out of my own ears, and I was like, oh man, man, y'all boy know who that is? Hey man, this Tilo, the dance little bridge, man. And I thought, I thought he was gonna be in the NFL. I'm not in it. I thought what he up, was gonna fam? be in the one. They see it. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Keep going, keep going. Like, they was like, I thought you were going to be in D1. They was talking amongst each other. They was like, I thought he was going to be in D1. Oh, man. Wow. Man, he here at Federal State. He here at Federal State. And I, I was hearing it all throughout camp and stuff. Like, man, this, boy, this is crazy, man. D little bridges at Federal State. Man, I thought I just knew this dude was going to big time D1 school. So I had to hear that 
But Big Mo always told me, man, don't listen to that, man. You be you. He said, you be who you are. He be. He said, you be the dealer that I know that I've been blocking for for all, for all my years. He said, don't listen to that, man. Play your ball, man. I need you, big dog. So I said, okay. I put my Superman cake on. They never looked back. And and and, and it was and it was lights out from there. It was lights out. Man, so like, what would you like now? I call this the raw thought moment. Well, I would say raw thought minute. But what have you done to like? Make yourself a better man in life, because now we know, like right now, the, the NFL career is over. You got a son that's been in this picture; he, he hiding right now. Like, like, what are your words like for your? You know, you had a, a brother that played in the NFL. You know, you had athletes all in the in the family, but definitely alone in your own household, immediate family. Like, what is the 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 conversation now? The conversation is basically really, you don't have to play football if you don't want to. You don't have to play sports if you want to. <laughs> you don't have to. Let me know if you want to play. Go all in. If not, then okay. Get into modeling something. Something that's that'll bring joy and positivity in your life. You know what I'm saying? So in my household, sports, it matters, but it don't matter. It doesn't matter like that. So um, but if you want to play it, be all in. Be all in and don't cheat the game. But um I of course, I would love to see him be successful on the football field, but at the end of the day, um, that's his that's his life. I would like to see him do positive stuff, and um, and that's what we're shooting for. Um, you know, of course, when I be at the house, in the house, and we be talking, of course, me and be going back and forth, and he be talking about, uh, then you know, you know, your time, y'all did this, and you did that to you, and I was like, man, come on. Man, <laughs> so I was like, you know, we go back and forth in the house all the time, so. And, you know, but at the end of the day, he, he in, in the back of his mind, he really know what time it is. But so, yeah, so, so he think he's better than you. Yeah, for sure he do. <laughs> he, yeah, he do. He do. He actually do. And we play, we, we play two totally two different positions though. But I always he's about to get into running back now. So this year, so I hope that go well for him. If it don't, you know, at the end of the day, you still got a lot of time to live and a lot of time to do other stuff. Um, football is not. Not everything. It's it's a, it's a talent that you have. It's 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 a it's a, it's a joy that, that that brings to you, but it's not your life. Don't don't get satisfied with just playing football like I did, and because it can mess you up in the real world. Because you got some people that can't even they're not alive to tell the story like I'm telling it. Because at the end of the day, they killed themselves. They didn't. They they dead. They they was going through what I went through, or even worse. So don't let don't let suicide be your your last stop um you can beat all odds because i i can tell you right now i beat, I beat all odds even if god take me away today i won still because you know what i'm saying because i could have easily gave up and and cash the check in but once again um you know by the i get god all the glory for you know allowing me to be here so i can tell a little Look my story, you know, to somebody help somebody out. Just just listen, just listen to somebody. That's all you have to do as parents and cousins and uncles and everything. Just listen to somebody that's going through something. Don't just brush them off to the side because you, you can regret that along the way. Yeah, I'm kind of strong on that now. This is my raw thought um minute or raw thoughts. Like you gotta be open, gotta go ahead and be raw thoughts. Give it out. Either the person like it, don't like it, agree, disagree. You know, mental health is real, suicide is real. Because at the end of the day, if you have a disagreement, I don't think everybody in the world wanna see nobody. Well, it's a lot of people in the world. You know, you have some who do probably, but I'm just be raw. Most people don't want to see you kill yourself. Nobody wanna see you in that deep, you know, hole, you know, 
that dark sunken hole from a from a dark place, you know, and just to see you alone, get past it, get through dark times. A lot of people have dark times. A lot of people have skeletons in their closet themselves. They probably don't express. And shoot, I, I ain't gonna sit here and lie. Like I had a dark times myself, but where I'm at now, I'm in a whole nother world now, baby. You know, sometimes you gotta keep moving. Like sometimes in life, you need to open up. And that's what you did. Like you opened up and you showed it. And I think some reasons why a lot of people don't open up because they're afraid that nobody don't care. Cause somebody, cause a lot of people always quick to say, I got this going on. I got that going on. And then sometimes people like to be around a lot of positive people during times because they know that they probably going through a lot. And sometimes when you try to break your story down, it's hard to talk to people like that. And that's what therapy or somebody, you know, even though sometimes it may cost a lot, sometimes it don't, but sometimes, sometimes it can cost you your life. So at the same time, it's okay to have it because you need to pay for it so it won't cost your life at the same time, man. And, like, I truly respect, like, you bringing this to the Raw Mind Sports, bringing the show, bringing your, your story. You know, maybe this story is going to help a lot of people who go through a lot. Maybe it's a story that maybe somebody will open up to somebody right now after the show or and say, hey, look, you know, this is what I went through. It's time for me to open up about it. And it's okay to open up, man. You know, regardless, you never know what a person going through, no matter how happy they are. It's okay to sometimes ask, hey, are you okay? You never know. And sometimes that person needs somebody to be to and talk to. Everybody ain't, everybody's not a listening ear, but you still need it. But you're about to say something, D-Lo, but go ahead. I, I say this, though. Um, whatever you're going through, whoever you are, whatever you're going through, never, ever give up. In the words of Jim Belvano, never give up, man. Never. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep praying. Keep keep giving it all you even at your weakest time, keep pushing through, keep pushing through. And, and, and I promise you, it's, it's something better on the other side. Yeah, it's something better on the other side. It got to be because you don't went through whatever you went through and you saw that God gave you another chance for it, for you to overcome what you overcoming. Then, you know, it got to be something great that he got for you down the road because he ain't going to put that on you that you can't handle. So I had to learn that the hard way, but I can say that I learned it now. I learned, I, I got it now. Still learning some more along the way, but at least I got what I didn't have before. So that making me a, a more, even more powerful person. And I just want to let everybody know, people, people, people care about you, but you don't think so. People care about you because after, you know, some people care about you when doing football time. When football time is there, but you really see. Your friends when football is over, or basketball, or whatever sport you play, you will see what you get all the love then. So, my thing is this, man. Y'all, everybody is going through a tough time. Trouble don't, trouble don't always last. With it being said, man, raw thoughts, raw mind. That was a raw show. It's out. It's all, It's available on all podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. You already know where to find me, man. Raw Thoughts, Raw Mind is out.